catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. 
like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first two-in-one removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We have a great episode for you today. A very interesting topic for people who want to do studies of their own, want to figure out what information is generally available, layer in their own observations for a meaningful study. Uh, joining us today from ProFootballReference.com and the sports reference sites in general is Alex Benia. Alex, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, Ken. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're we're our pleasure, and and we really want you to kind of show us some of the functionality of the sports reference sites, some of the linkability of data within the site or the linked nature of it, and then also what some of the search functionality exists because it's very powerful as a research tool, something I, is my go-to site uh, all the time. So we're eager to have you go through and show us some examples of uh, what you can do with sports reference. Yeah, but, uh, happy to. Um, you, uh, should I pull up the, Absolutely. the, the site? Absolutely. Okay. So we'll start off, uh, since you are a Ravens podcast, uh, we'll start off on the 2019 Ravens page as uh, a basic place to, to start. Um, at the top, you got the your basic uh, team stats and the, and the 2019 schedule, so going through um, the team passing and rushing yards in, in each game. Um, as well, as you go further down, you get individual stats uh, in each category, the passing, rushing, receiving, uh, returns, defense. Uh, you get further down to the scoring summary. So that's the, the front-facing page for a team. But as you can see by the tabs, we got a lot of other um, details that you can go into. We have a starters and roster tab where you can go through every player that was on the team, their birth date, their college information. Um, we got games and schedule if you want to get further into the team stats. Uh, we have injury reports if you want to go through who was injured in a given week. Uh, and we have advanced stats, especially for the 2018 and 2019 seasons, where you can uh, get deeper into the pa passing, rushing, receiving, and defensive stats that we have for the teams. Let's talk about those advanced stats, because I think a lot of people are aware of the site and aware of some of the basic stat stuff. But let's go to, do you have penalties now on, on the site at all? Or I know you have missed tackles was one of the big additions this last year. Yeah, so uh, of the, the recently added uh, advanced stats, um, passing, we have uh, a couple of, uh, we have air yards um, additions, which isn't something we did not have before. So air, air yards for intended, so no matter if the pass was completed or not, as well as a category for air yards specifically on completions. Uh, for rushing, we, ha we have uh, a differentiation between yards before contact as well as yards after contact and broken tackles, uh, as you mentioned. Um, receiving, in addition to broken tackles, we are also now uh, tracking drop uh, drop passes as well. That's been a very uh, common uh, requested statistic, so we're happy to have that uh, now for the current seasons. And for uh, defensive players, 
uh, we have uh, in coverage, we have uh, how many times a particular defender was targeted, as well as the, the passer rating allowed when they were targeted. We have uh, the average depth of targets um, for, the, for, the, for the defenders. And uh, for pass rush, uh, we, in addition to sacks, which is the basic statistic, we also now have uh, the time, uh, times they were used as a blitzer. Uh, we have times that they hurried the quarterback, where the okay. quarterback threw let me the just, ball Let me earlier. stop you for just a second here. So yeah, you, yeah. You, blitzes, you're defining that different from pass rush snaps, because I can tell Matt Judon had a hell of a lot more than 150 pass rush snaps. Mm-hmm. How are you defining a blitz there? Uh, well, uh, well, we have a, a glossary of the advanced stats, so let me just uh, pull that up here. Uh, we have that linked here at the bottom of the page. And advanced stats. Uh, our advanced stats come from Sport Radar. They're the company that we are uh, using uh, the, the, that for. Um, we have here blitzed uh, times QB QBs were blitzed. Either five plus players rushed the QB or a DB rushed the QB. Oh. So that that's the definition that that they're using for for plays where the, they were used as a blitzer. So. The, the 150 for Matt Judon, who would be a player that's typically at the line of scrimmage, refers to how many times he rushed the passer when a blitz was occurring? Correct, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That's that's interesting data. Obviously, the Ravens blitz a ton, and that's a that's a very nice thing to have. This, is, this has new stuff since even the last time I looked. I don't believe the passer rating for defensive backs, for example, for defensive players was out there previously either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the advanced defense is something that we, we've been uh, we've been tweaking to make sure that we're we're get we're using as much of the advanced stats that we're getting as we can. So uh, that and average depth of target was also something uh, more more recently added as well. Okay, and the advanced defense is available to any user. They don't have to, they don't have to buy an ad free subscription or a special subscription to get the advanced stats. Correct. The, those are available to anyone who, who's browsing the site right now. And you can get those by going to the team pages if you want to see everyone on the team. And you can also get them for an individual player. We have advanced game logs so you can see their advanced, the, a particular player's advanced stats for each week of the season. Why don't we go to a game log to see what information is there for a player? So let's maybe look at uh, Marcus Peters, say, and see what he did on a game log basis. Sure. Let's uh, pull up Marcus Peters here. So uh, uh, obviously you get the the main page here uh, on front. We uh, his main defense table, and we have uh, uh, an advanced defense table where you see him on a season level. But uh, in the game logs tab, we have uh, an advanced uh, game log. So uh, as mentioned, we have this for 2018 and 2019 right now. So I'll just uh, pull up the career so we can have both years in the in the same page. And so you can see from from week to week uh, how how he did. Um, we'll focus on when he was with Baltimore, so that be uh, beginning week week seven of uh, of 2019 there. So yeah, you see how many times he was targeted in each week. Uh, looks like uh, week nine was uh, his his busiest with the 12 targets. Uh, you, and you get the the same advanced defense statistics we saw on the Ravens page uh, just for for each individual week for him. Now, is there a way I can group game log information like I can seasons to look at just his play with the Ravens and get a a rating for the season, say? Oh, that's a 32-game rating, but d- down for 
Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have row summing uh, initiated for the advanced game logs just yet, mm -hmm. although that is de definitely in our in our projects list. Um, but uh, also, uh, when we go back to his uh, ma main page, fortunately, we, uh, we do have that split up by team at least, so you could see at, at the season level like what what his stats were with just Baltimore versus what they were with when he was with the Rams at the beginning of the season. But we are definitely planning on on adding row summing to the advanced game logs the same way we had for the basic game logs in the near future. All right. All right. That's terrific. And then go back to the top. I want to look at the at the row summing for seasons. This is something extremely useful for baseball, mm -hmm. but useful for football, too. Let's take the, just the first three years of his career, say, and sum those up the way you would and then see how that projects. So, Alex, just on 2015 to 17 with Kansas City, that's that's fabulous. I mean, a mm -hmm. lot of times you want exactly that. And also we have like the per 16 game average, which is useful, especially for players who may have played partial seasons and you want to get a better idea of what what they would have done with with a full season's worth of games. So just having that side by side with the season average, at least to me, is also useful every once in a while. OK, now one thing I've noticed from the other sports reference sites, particularly hockey and baseball, is that they have tremendous adjusted statistics. So. Obviously, in baseball, park effects uh, are a significant concern, as are the era in terms of relative to the league. How did a player perform in hockey? Mm -hmm. the, the goal environment has changed drastically over time. And so adjusting goals to a six goal per game environment was something that was done. Has there been talk about adding that to football? And in particular, the reason I'm asking is that Marcus Peters, uh, by, by work I've done, is the highest interception rate of any player in NFL history per 16 games. Mm -hmm. And and it would be interesting if you if there was an adjusted interception uh, ability there. That that's definitely a good idea, Ken. And like I, I've thought of that as well. Like especially when you look at the career interception leaderboards and you see a lot of players from the '60s and '70s well represented, whereas it's harder to get near the top in our current age. So like that that's definitely something to consider. We the main adjusted statistic that Pro Football Reference has is adjusted passing. Which uh, let me just uh, pull up Lamar Jackson's page here. Uh, what we do track for for passers specifically is that how they compare to their contemporaries in various categories in the adjusted passing table. So, for example, uh, in 2019, uh, Lamar Jackson it says here had a 130 passer rating index. In this measurement, 100 is league average. So this is basically saying that uh, Lamar Jackson was 30, 30% better in passer rating than his contemporaries. And we, you can see we have that for various uh, um, uh, rate stats, including sack percentage, interception percentage, touchdown percentage. So th this, uh, this can be useful when you're comparing quarterbacks, since that's also another thing that's definitely changed over the, over the years. Uh, is like if you want to compare someone like Lamar Jackson to some to someone in uh, another era like Steve Young, like you can you can do that with these index stats. So that's one place that we've done it, but it can that uh, the, uh, that concept could definitely be expanded to other places uh, such as the interceptions. That's that's one way to look at it too. Okay, so I'm looking at the at the at the numbers there for the ratings, and it looks like. All of those are, as I would expect, and as I, you know, understand from baseball, that if it's a good stat to be lower in, then you have over 100. So, like interception percentage is is an inverted statistic. So you get a 113 means he had less interceptions than the league average by 13 percent. 
<laughs> or uh, approximately. Yeah. yeah. And and the sack percentage is the same one. There's no there's no world in which sacks are a, are a good thing. I don't think so. His sack percentage is ten percent better than the league average, roughly. It might be one over one point one, but roughly that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Terrific. That's that's great information to have. Uh, let's talk about some other things, because one thing that's great and we'll get back to some individual studies on the Ravens, but is to look at like draft history on the site. It's one of the things I go to most frequently. Why don't you take us to, to take us through that and, and what options you have in looking at drafts? Sure. Uh, with, with draft information, uh, this is where we can begin looking at, at the play index tools we have. Uh, we have specifically a draft finder if you want to go through every every player that a team has drafted. But if uh, for more uh, specific searches using draft uh, information as criteria, the season finder is useful for that because we do have an option here in uh, in the form for draft information. If you click on show detailed draft options, it allows um, much more filters to show up with regards to, to draft status. So let's just use as an example, you want uh, um, highest, uh, uh, most most rushing yards by, uh, by a Raven who was uh, drafted in the first round. Well, let's go there. So we, uh, we have, uh, oh, we'll do overall for the first uh, 32 picks there. Uh, we want to set uh, Ra Baltimore Ravens as as the team. Okay, and so that would in some past years that would go into the second round, right? Because there weren't 32 teams. That that that's true. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll we'll see what what, what comes up here. Okay. Uh, well, uh, actually, well, uh, I should I should know my own my, my own site better. We also have a draft round filter over here, so that that'll probably give us a more accurate um, situation there. Uh, so let's. Uh, let me just start refresh here. Okay. So we're going to show detailed draft options. We're looking at the first round. And we want uh, rushing yards. There's only two players who can really be on this list. After that, it might be Joe Flacco. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we've got uh, some Jamal Lewis. We've got Willis McGahey. Lamar, Lamar Jackson is up there. Uh, Mark Ingram. So, yeah, so you, you can use uh, dra draft information as a criteria in, in the season finder in, in that way, in addition to our uh, existing draft finder tool. Now, how would you change that to be only if they were drafted by the Ravens in this tool? This tool is extremely powerful. We're going to do a couple couple studies with this. But mm -hmm. if I wanted to do only players drafted by the Ravens originally, can I do that? Yeah, because we actually have a separate filter here, draft team. So okay. we can do uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, here as well. So that will uh, filter it down a little bit. Um, we'll get rid of Willis McGahee and Mark Ingram. Right, right. So yeah, now, now we just have Jamal Lewis, Lamar Jackson, and Kyle Bowler cracks the top wow. 10. <laughs> Who would know? And then Joe Flacco in 2008. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty interesting. All right. Now we had some planned studies I want to do with this. I want to give people a flavor for some of the really powerful things that can be done. And I'll tell you, the first one was we had a, a question come up that we wanted to try and exclude QB Neals from Lamar Jackson's rushing because it really kind of distorts the data. The Ravens obviously win a lot, winning teams kneel a lot. And uh, Neals typically are for minus one yards that typically add a carry and a minus one yards, which don't 
you know, add useful data or useful risk data to, to information. I'm wondering how you can show us how to filter out NEALs from total runs. Right. Well, we have a, a gameplay finder, which in my opinion is one of the one of the most powerful t tools we have since uh, it definitely has a lot of different filters that you can uh, you can go through. Uh, for this in particular, we want to look for ru for rushing plays specifically. So in play type, we'll make sure that only rush is activated. And over here on the left in the play results section, we have a couple of uh, different yes no filters that you can activate. Oh. In this case, we do have one specifically for QB Neils, so we'll check that as no. We don't want the, those to be included. And uh, from there, just uh, let, let's say we're, we're looking at Lamar Jackson specifically, uh, we can filter by player to make sure that only Lamar Jackson is being searched. Mm -hmm. So we, we have a filter by player there. And let's uh, run the search and see what we get. Yeah, so we have, hmm, I'm wondering why Mark Ingram might be included there, unless there's some fumble recoveries, so. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Wait, uh, although actually if we, I think I, I missed a step, you, right. Because uh, once we put in Lamar Jackson, we can also specify that he, he's the primary rusher uh, on the play. Okay, so now, now we're excluding Niels. We By the way, you don't have you don't seem to have spikes in there. You have Niels, but not spikes. Correct. I, I believe the situation is that the play the play by play, at least the the way that we parse it, doesn't make a a a, a, a differentiation for spike plays. Whereas the, at least with Niels, like it says Lamar Jackson kneels for minus one yards. So right. uh, it, it might have to do with the source that we're 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 parsing the play by play from. Um, although we'll, we'll have to look into that. Um, wait, what's going on here? Oh. By the way, in doing one of these searches, I don't think I've ever really gotten it right on the first try. It always ends up <laughs> kind of you kind of tinker with a little bit. So uh, don't uh, don't blame Alex for anything. This is absolutely normal user functionality here. Yeah, yeah, and to to be fair, um, we are working on a revamp. Uh, if you if you've used Baseball Reference or Hockey Reference, you'll already know that we're uh, switching our play index over to a new format called Stat Stathead, which is meant to to streamline these kind of searches. And these these kind of tools with a lot of different filters, uh, hopefully, will be made it e easier to to find what you're looking for with with Stathead. So um, that that that's that's at least the hope as we as we move forward to avoid situations like this, but uh, let's just stick with the original search that we have here. So we have uh, 157 rushes for Lamar Jackson for 1,226 <laughs> yards, and uh, let's just uh, go back to what Lamar Jackson's uh, at quote unquote actual rushing total is, which was 176 for 1206. So we see that without the kneels, it looks like he gets an extra 20, 20 rushing yards. And um, so it's 19 for minus 20 in terms of kneels. Right, right. So yeah. that, that, that would be his, his true uh, rushing total without the kneels then. There's something else hilarious on this page. The top tackler of Lamar Jackson in 2019 <laughs> was Nick Vigil, who, of course, got beaten by the spin move on the 47-yard touchdown. 
and will have to live that down for the rest of his life. It'll be always the first thing people want to talk about in his football career. But hey, he had five tackles. Good for him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's very right, meaningful. Right, right up there with Jordan Hicks. <laughs> there you go. All right. I'm just curious. I, I need to look up where Ingram is showing up here. Okay, yeah. So there, there's an a, there's an aborted snap that was recovered by Mark Ingram, and uh, so that yeah. that went as a Lamar Jackson run, but recovered by Ingram. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that. That's the case. Okay. All right. Is that the is that the common definition of that? I'm just wondering. I, I guess it is that that it's a well, if the. Well, actually, like it, because up here we have Mark Ingram two attempts for eight yards, so I, it might be possible that it's uh, that Ingram is that it's actually an Ingram rushing play. Uh, to be honest, I've never looked closely at like aborted snap plays, so th- this is a bit new to me, honestly. Okay. All right. Well, that's mm-hmm. we can uh, we can certainly uh, leave that for for a later debate. Yeah. Uh, we have. <laughs> We, we have other cool stuff that we wanted to, to look at for this. So uh, do, do you have a way to look at scrambles on design pass plays? That's another one. Mm-hmm. Now, we can't search for the specific play, but if you uh, go through the, uh, the advanced game log that we looked through earlier, we do have scrambles uh, for, each, for each game. So that, that would definitely help in, in the search for that since uh, it would definitely uh, uh, help, help you figure out like what, what number you should be looking for. Um, it looks like in 2019, uh, um, his mats was uh, six scrambles in the Cardinals game in, in week two. Uh, and we also have y- yards per scramble as well, and you you could extrapolate uh, total total yards from scrambles from there. Now this the uh, this is again Sports Radar that's deciding whether something is a scramble or not. And I know scramble totals differ somewhat mm-hmm. by slight, just like missed tackle totals, for example, do. Uh, so I, if I look at PFF, I'm going to get a different number. This is one scramble number uh, to use. And do you have a total scramble yards somewhere? Yeah, you have yards per scramble and total yards. So we can calculate it if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I think I, I've done like uh, um total yards from scramble, but using the the yards per scramble. So I I think it probably makes sense at some point to just add the total to save save people that work there. So well, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll I'll bring that up. <laughs> okay. So but and we don't have. Can we trim the game logs to just 2019 so I can yeah I can that, square that would up make sense. Let's. Uh... Okay, here is just the, the 2019 advanced game log. Okay, so 39 scrambles is a little bit lower than what I've seen, and this is just regular season. Mm-hmm. So 30, 39 at 11 is – no, actually, that's just about right. For 429 rushing yards. So uh, the one thing that, that was kind of interesting to Ravens fans was that he had you know 429 scramble yards roughly, and he had uh, minus 123 on sacks. But when you put the two together – you get a number roughly of five yards per time forced not to throw, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, most quarterbacks can be negative in that situation. Russell Wilson, excellent scrambler, one yard per a- attempt in those situations. Wow. Considering both. So it's, he's, he's, it's one of the really remarkable things about Jackson. All right. Uh, okay, so that's some excellent stuff, all kinds of different things. I, yeah, I'm learning new stuff all through this call in terms of what you've got. Uh, available. Okay, now so another thing, another topic that's come up occasionally, Alex, is looking for fumbles lost. Do you have that on the on the Pro Football Reference site? 
Yeah, uh, we were on the advanced game logs, but actually Fumbles lost. We keep in the basic game logs, so I switched over to that for, for Lamar Jackson. And we have it over here in the fumble, in the Fumbles section of the table, right next to rushing and scoring. Uh, it appears that Lamar Jackson only has uh, only had two fumbles lost in 2019, both of them coming uh, near the end of the season there. But yeah, two, two fumbles lost compared to nine fumbles overall, so we can presume the other seven were recovered by, by his own team. Okay, so two things really quickly. Um, first of all, there's a, there's a box that says recording finished MP3 oh, Skype recorder. So then, Can you get rid of that? Yeah. And then, and then uh, also, is there a way to look at that in terms of annual data? A project that was kind of assisting on recently, there was there was the desire to have fumbles lost by annual data. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any way to get at that? Um, I don't believe we currently display that at the, at the season level, although we probably should be. Um, let me just make sure here. Yeah, we, right right now at the season level, we, we don't include that as a category, but uh, since Actually, the the fumbles lost was a relatively recent addition. So, but I, I, I guess with that, we should probably also add that to the rushing and receiving table. So, I'll I'll make I'll make a note of that. But uh, that that would definitely make make it easier than having yeah. to go through the game logs. Yeah, the the uh, one of the nice things about this, I want to ask you about this specifically. Good segue is we had to go to the NFL.com site, which is an unbelievable mess to get around in. It doesn't have the same kind of linked nature to the stuff. So one of the great things about this is if you see a year or a team or whatever, and it's a link, you can go right to it. And that's often the most relevant thing you want to find is new information there. But with, with that site, you could go to stats and there was a table, but it wasn't downloadable into Excel with ease because a lot of the entries were missing for some reason. Like, mm -hmm. like, like if there wasn't, if there wasn't a value in a particular column, they didn't put a zero there. They, they put a blank there. And then when you download it into Excel, it didn't, it didn't work as well. Tell us a little bit about the, about interaction with Excel from the data you have here and how easy that is to do. Well, if you'll notice when you're browsing our site, all of the table, all of the tables have this share and more uh, drop, uh, drop down above them. And so that includes a, a couple of different options for exporting them if you want to manipulate the data yourself. We have uh, converting the table to CSV if you want to copy and paste that into the your preferred um, spreadsheet program, whether that's Excel or, or something else. And we also have a get as Excel workbook if you just want to download the table directly as an SLS file as well. So we, we we try to make make the tables as, as easy as possible to to get. So from there you can you can work on it on your own in, in your private spreadsheet. Now this is even better than I thought because recently what I've been doing is just scraping the data directly by clicking over the range I want to do and then dumping it in an Excel spreadsheet and then you get the link for the year and the team still sitting in there and those can mm -hmm. sometimes be a little bit annoying to work with but this is very powerful to do this can you show can you give us an example of what this looks like if you get it as an Excel file uh, yeah let's see um, well let me find something a bit bigger than this uh, let's sure. use the 2019 NFL advanced uh, defense uh, we'll uh, sort that by uh, qualifying uh, passer rating and let's have that download. Um, oh, yeah, just open with itself. And let it do its work, Excel opening. This is a passer rating against that we're seeing there, the advanced passer rating, or is that a, is that a relative to 100 kind of score? Uh, that, 
this should be pass passer rating against when when targeted. Um, okay, so yeah, this is and, it's and it's bad way. to be at the top of this list is my point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I had it sorting by, by highest. But yeah, so as you can see, there's no no links involved and That's... everything a lot a lot neater looking than it might be just straight up copying and pasting. And I believe that the the limit is uh, five five hundred uh, lines, but still that should be a, a lot to a lot to work with if you want to do uh, the direct XLS download. Okay, this is fantastic. I mean, not only information I didn't know, but I didn't know how to do this this part of Excel. That's terrific. Uh, wonderful. Now let's let's talk about even some of the more powerful uh, search features. I know we got to let you go at at some point, but uh, the source for pressure statistics and missed tackles is the Sports Radar group that you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. uh, correct. All right. And and do you have you have uh, plane pressures like uh, the way that PFF would decide uh, define them, for example, would be uh, I think it's just pressure. So they have pressures and hits and sacks that I, they have separately. Uh -huh. And uh, can you go to that section and let's take a look at what you have for pressure? Yeah, ba basically uh, uh, what Pro Football Reference does for pressures is it adds up sack uh, sack plays. So basically any, any play where you got either a full sack or a half sack, that, that counts as a pressure. We have QB hurries where the QB threw the ball earlier than intended or chased out of the pocket. And uh, QB knockdowns where the QB hit the ground after the throw. So the sack plays, hurries, and QB knockdowns are added together, and that's what ends up being the the pressure stat that we display for defenders. Okay, to be clear, your your QB knockdown, which I would normally call a QH column because that's the official stat from the NFL, that column is a QHs less sacks that are QHs. Correct. Yeah. So the, the, those would not include sacks. Okay. And then not, uh, the weird relationship is that not all sacks are quarterback hits because sometimes quarterback runs out of bounds or or goes down on his own or whatever it might be. Right. And, would, and, we, and we do track the, the QB hits that NFL game books display, but we don't include them here because of, of that kind of uh, blurriness as to what's a sack and what isn't. Sure. Okay, that's great. A different way to look at pressure. We can always use different views of the of the same thing. That's uh, That's terrific. Uh, let's move on. I, one of the things that I was able to do was look at um, Justin Tucker and his field goal streak. And Justin Tucker had a remarkable field goal streak that I was uh, tweeting about for a while of if you look at all kicks that were not blocked, how many in a row he had made. And I was wondering if you could kind of demonstrate how you would go through and find that information using the site. Mm hmm. Well, we do have a specific uh, field goal finder tool, uh, which I'll pull up here. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do a streak like that necessarily, but we do have a couple of different filters that you could use to be, be more specific. For example, like if you wanted to exclude kicks that are blocked and see a, a kicker's uh, numbers that way, that's a filter that we that we can include. Uh, if you wanted to go uh, to do a split between home home or away, or if you wanted to focus on field goals done and wins or losses, so that that would be another thing you could do. But uh, we can just uh, focus uh, on like not on not blocks. Um, how how far do you want to go back? Yeah, let's go ways? back to his entire career, 12 to 19. Okay, so let's pull pull that up and get results. And you've got kicking and, team, all teams. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Kari Vedvik is at the top of the list. Another <laughs> hilarious thing for Ravens fans. 
Well, yeah, so we'll, we'll sort by field goal percentage here. And so ba so basically we have uh, on one, on the right side, we have a indivi the individual field goals in case you want to go, go through that a little bit more uh, granularly. But also on the left, we have just the, the, ov the overall um, kicking stats with the given criteria. In this case, the only thing that we set was the kicks that weren't blocked. And so in this case, Justin Tucker is uh, there near the top with 92.3%, uh, uh, 287 attempts. If you lower the threshold down, you'll, uh, Josh Brown finishes ahead, but uh, other, but definitely Justin Tucker is very, uh, is dominant even, is even in, no matter how you measure it, but in particular with this uh, measurement of uh, excluding block kicks there. Sure. So let's do something different with just Tucker, because I want to look at each of his kicks over a period of time and see where he had misses. So mm -hmm. uh, do the do the field goal finder where we're just looking at his statistics. And 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 I okay, that's fine. Yeah, well, let's uh, do specifically Ravens kicks. So that'll definitely uh, whitt whittle it down. And uh, we we turned off the the blocked filter. So let's do that. And we have it sorted by game date, so the all attempts will be there. So now we see each of his uh, field goals sorted by most recent. And uh, a nice function is that the, the ones that were missed are grayed out here. So that is, it's a that little is bit nice. easier to figure out where the, where the, where the streaks uh, were snapped. So a lot of Ys and then <laughs> a couple ends there. Uh, we're going to 2018. I, let me just see how far back if we have all of his field goals there. I think so. Yep, 12, all, all 292. I, I think the maths is 300 per page, so we we just barely got got all of his career in there. But yeah, so you can go through each of his each of his field goals. We have the distance as as well as whether or not they were blocked. Do do one more thing for me. Go back and 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 turn off the block kicks again. And I wanna uh, I wanna show some people something real quick here okay okay so we go back to 2018 um he missed a field goal from 65 yards against the chargers but he also missed one from 53 number on line 34 there mm -hmm. if otherwise you go backwards you have to go back a long time till he missed a kick that was not blocked and in fact the all, anything he did miss was from 58 or more yards so you go back to the 2015 actually he's got a wide right from 58 and he's got a, a short from 62 they're in 97 and 100 but otherwise you have to go back a long way till that miami miss at the end of 2015 uh at number 150 uh and that, by the way these seem to be in no they're not they're perfect okay so they're, they're in order in in kind of reverse or chrono chronological order. So number yeah, one is yeah. the most recent kick. Okay, so if you go to line 150 was a miss, but line 149 was not. And then if you go up to the top, up higher, oh. up to up to that Charger game where he missed the 53 is the, is the next miss of an unblocked kick. Okay, let's see, where was that? Um, 2018. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so in line 34, he's got three misses total in there in a, uh, what would be 116 lines or something. I forget exactly the number, but any any point, this is the kind of thing you can find from Pro Football Reference that, hey, if I, if I don't look at the block kicks, 
then what did he miss in this series? And you, and you find some amazing kind of trivia questions or material you can present in your writing and whatnot. And uh, what I just want to point out with all of this talk with Alex is just how powerful this is as a tool to be the starting point for your research. So you're going to find lots of things that you want to keep track of and count, whether that's pass rush moves or maybe something else about uh, about how quarterbacks are running or whatever it might be. Whatever your study is going to be, starting with the information of Pro Football Reference is a great place to set your framework and know which plays do I need to look at. And then you can use whatever other resources you have to layer in your information and do your study. Uh, Alex, what can people, what products do you have available in terms of subscriptions for people on the site? Well, I do want to... Right now, the play index is free of use. It's been that way for, for many years, but uh, because of the, of the current situation, we are doing our switch to StatHead, which uh, will be $8 a month. But like as you've seen during this podcast, uh, these tools have a wide uh, variety of, uh, of applications. So when, when that is ready, we hope that that will be in the uh, in a uh, at least by next month, uh, ideally. Um, we hope that you you'll subscribe to that, and that will also include ad-free access to uh, to Pro Football Reference, which uh, is definitely a godsend if you use our site frequently, uh, allowing you to go go between pages a lot a lot quicker. Um, uh, that StatHead will also be adding more tools. The, uh, another thing with this switch is that ideally will will make uh, new tools easier to develop. But one that we'll definitely have ready for that is a split finder, which uh, will allow allow you to search for team splits a little bit easier for like how teams uh, do on fourth down or how teams do when under shotgun versus other formations. Uh, the, so the, uh, we, we are planning on adding new tools in addition to all the tools that we are that we already have on the site. So we definitely uh, I would definitely urge people to get, give it a, give it a test try before before then so they know oh, what, what what we have to offer and hopefully decide to support to support us in, in that endeavor. The evolution of the sites have, have been remarkable. I mean, it started, I, I knew it a long time ago for baseball. I don't know if baseball and football were both done at the same time, but now there's college football and minor league baseball and all sorts of other information that, that goes way beyond this. Do you, MILB, is that part of, of you guys or is that, is that a separate uh, entity? Uh, we, we do include minor league stats as well as foreign league stats on baseball reference, yeah. Okay, and and the eight dollars a month that they would be paying would give them the sortability and the and the searchability on all the sports reference sites. Uh, cor- correct. We we offer an eight dollars a month for one sport, and we we will also be offering a sixteen dollars a month for access for the tools on all of the sites. So that right now that includes uh, baseball and hockey, and as we roll out that head to the other sites, that will be included as well. Okay. All right. So at eight dollars a month, no doubt about it, worth it for football. I'm gonna have to think about whether sixteen dollars a month is worth it for for everything. Probably it is. Uh, but but I love the sports reference sites, and like I say, this is my first go-to start for any study I'm working on, and uh, I think it should be for for you folks as well. Just all of what they do to make this an easy-to-use site, and how they've continually tried to keep up with adjustments and advancements in statistics has been very impressive over the years. So I I, I really uh, have appreciated that about the sites, Alex. Uh, the, thank you. And uh, I, 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 again, as like the person who receives all, all the emails, uh, every once in a while we we get someone who is appreciative uh, of the site, and it's always nice to to hear that. Like uh, I, I, I joined the site, and 
I joined Sports Reference a couple of years ago, and Pro Football Reference was the site that I mainly used before joining. So it's just it's just nice to be be a part of of helping them continue to to grow and help other other football fans like myself be able to get more information more easily by way of the site. All right, Alex. One more thing I'd ask is if communications going to you, or if people have questions about what the site can do, is how do they contact you? Um, you wherever you are on the site, at the bottom there will be a feedback button that you can click on, and that that will show a form that will go directly to me. So I'll I'll be I answer everything that goes through that feedback form. So just look for the question, comment, feedback, or correction button wherever you are on our sites. Okay. Alex, outstanding having you on. Thank you for making the time for us because I know you guys are in the midst of a lot of changes, a lot of activity going on at Sports Reference, but uh, we really appreciated this demonstration. I think a lot of people probably can get something out of this for their own work. Thank you, and uh, thank you for giving me the chance to, to, to strut our stuff here. <laughs> All right, great. Alex, I'm sure we'll be calling you again at some point in the future when we have another question about the site, and hopefully it's still another positive call about what's the, out there. Uh, thanks for joining us. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a Scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.